Hello everyone, welcome to the Leathertainment Podcast Show. And this episode, we call it the big leather brand suck. So I'm going to explain you why and how. About five, six years ago, I was getting into a new consulting job in the corporate world and the first time in my life. I've never been in corporate jobs yet. I've never been in a job that that wasn't my, for myself. So I thought I need a nice leather bag this time. And I thought it would be easy thing to find when you go out to the market. So I started my search. I stopped by every major brand, every major store that I can think of. And I was living in Chicago, so I had access to all kinds of stores. On Michigan Avenue, I entered everything. Well, the problem was I couldn't find one single leather bag that was pleasing to me as a person coming from Tenery side of the leather though. Like I'm not looking for a, you know, expensive status uh, representing leather brand. I'm looking for real authentic, good leather bag. And it's to my surprise, it took me about two, three months to realize that it's, it's not out there. It's not at least made by the big brands. And I've been thinking about it at that point, like, why is it like these brands become so big, they need to have some good leather. So how did they become so big if they don't have good leather? I started contemplating the idea and kind of come to the realization that the big brands are so big that they have to take in leather and standardize it. So every item they make looks like each other so they can sell it around the world in thousands of stores they have and one item needs to look like the other one but to be able to do that with leather you need to take the character out of it and then you refinish the surface cover it with a plastic layer to achieve that kind of standard look because leather is a non-standard material it's a natural object like every person's skin looks different, represents the life marks, the diseases, allergies, cuts, scars, everything we've been lived through. Animals are just the same. So finding that standard leather is not possible at big scales. The only way you can do this if you're working small batches. If you're working uh, as a small craftsman or small brand and you don't need um, tens of thousands of leather to make one single item then you can get a batch of leather from a tannery with minimal finishes everything is you know preserved finished respectfully then it might be possible but at that point i wasn't aware of that small craftsman can do this part i was just very shocked not being able to find anything good in the big brand space and then i thought of one of the other experiences in my life a couple years prior to this one uh, which was during a trip in south africa during my uh, mba program in, in university of illinois so we were in cape town and we went to a little farmer's market and just browsing the local vendors there and i stopped by a, a booth a leather shop claimed to be a local craftsman local brand and I saw gorgeous duffel bags and messenger bags this guy was making. It was good, good price. 
at that point I was looking for a nice travel bag as well not being fine a, a good one uh, until that point I grabbed two bags from that guy I got a backpack I got a duffel bag and now two years later can't find something similar satisfaction level to my liking in the bigger brands I kind of merged two of these experiences and thinking probably that's the nature of leather it's an, it's a non-standard material big brands have to take it and standardize so they can keep up that level of production at the standardization levels they need to sustain their brands and profits on the other hand the small craftsmen have much more luxury and flexibility at the space they can grab whichever leather they like because they don't need so much they can find it without any problems so that gave me this idea of small craftsmen doing much better job than bigger brands in the leather space yet they don't get the recognition probably not even the fair price of their work either because now it becomes a subject of marketing the budgets and capabilities because what these big brands do is take that standardized leather put it in front of you through thousands of stores they have and put millions of dollars marketing budgets behind it and yell at you how good it is which is in fact not the truth but on the other hand the small craftsmen which do the respectful justice work to the leather don't have these budgets don't have these avenues to come in front of you as as a provider and you know they just they're buried under the stack and it it really bothered me it disturbed me so much again about a year after uh in this consulting job i i, I quit my job because i just didn't fit in the corporate world i wanted to do something with my hands do something with leather again and i wanted to become one of those little leather craftsmen yet i didn't have any involvement with uh, crafting side of leather i was coming from tenry i know leather really well but i don't know how to make a design how to make a wallet how to sew a wallet with it well youtube comes to rescue in these situations these days with like all of you know and i went to youtube learn how to design how to sew how to craft uh, leather goods thanks to a lot of craftsmen sharing their knowledge in in that uh, platform and created the brand called Pegai and we got good response from our customers probably serving that need that I was looking for myself at the first point you know they're looking for the the leather that has the character not that disconnected nature you know scraped out of its character um, properties that big brands offer uh, in these days so Pegai find success using that kind of um, approach to leather crafts and in the past five years that i was involved with pegai and crafting leather i realized there's tens of thousands of people doing similar work better work than we do at pegai and i wanted to turn this um, resentment or or whatever you call towards the big brands because of censoring the leather because of abusing your trust and abusing the natural beauty of the leather yet still lying about it saying oh this is great you know because it's expensive and on the other hand small craftsmen making justice to this work doing much much uh, better 
items out of great leather, great leather pieces, and yet not even able to find good markets to their um, productions. So in this episode, I would like to dive deeper into how bigger brands suck and then how smaller brands are doing great work and how we want to start this movement with slow, small craftsmen, small brands, hobbyists against big brands and take over, democratize the leather again so you can find better crafts when you're shopping for leather goods and you don't trust the big brands anymore knowing what they do and how they try to illure you with you know commercial practices and marketing dollars and all that good stuff so one of the big ways the the big brands go is probably they start as a smaller brand anyways in the 30 40 50 60 years ago most of this major fashion houses started like that as a person passionate about something using all the good materials and then once they become a brand once they become so huge they need um, so many quantities of the same item then leather becomes a problem which was the item that made them famous at the first place then they're like okay how do we do this in millions well then the only way to do this in millions with leather is just to take it off the scrape the entire grain off the leather as you see here so all those blemishes imperfections go away and then you cover it with a layer of plastic and heavy paint then press a kind of a grain looking pattern on it so it looks like leather and it's very clean very polished and every single item of the millions they make looks the same then and then you go back you spend a lot of money on uh, flagship real estate uh, flagship retail stores the marketing budgets you know the best billboards in the airports that create the luxury that leather usually stands for and they they go around and say hey if you're carrying you know this brand this bag is about two thousand dollars so you're an accomplished person it it now becomes a, a status symbol brand coming out of the leather craft aspect of the thing that the brand started with first place so I have so many examples of this these brands I'm not associated with any of them and, and at times I buy stuff from them as well to review to use but it's definitely not about leather at that point it's all standardized and died off leather character it's more of a status piece to show off people hey look I'm accomplished I can afford two thousand three thousand four thousand dollars bags and purses from this very expensive brand that's all they're doing in in the service to the market right if if you're a brand if you're big it means you're successful and it's only possible if you're serving to a need they are serving to a need and it's the uh, fulfillment or showing of that status but the point that bothers me a lot is they stand for being big leather brands to me they're not leather brands they use leather as the base material and leather is only at the base and they cover the really 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 good aspects of leather and it becomes plastic at that level they can still use genuine leather because you know the bottom layer is leather um, so technically it's true 
but at that point the price you're paying that two thousand dollar is not because of it's a great leather because you're buying a status and they don't really tell you that's the key they say well you know we make great leather crafts i don't agree with them on the other hand now there is tens of thousands of people interested in leather interested in leather work i don't know why i have a hunch that probably a lot of people working in front of computers these days in their day jobs uh, everything is digital you know with the pandemic we've been looking at the screens at our homes for about two years now and so many people want to do something with their hands like they have to get back to that physical side of the action and I, I see two very good common outlets one is woodworking other one is leathercraft um, which I prefer leathercraft and I see that interest growing more and more and with the emergence of the platforms like Etsy, Amazon, these people who turn their hobby, their free time into this leather craft, leather goods, they can easily open a shop and start commercializing, making money out of this awesome uh, crafting experience they are learning and improving upon every day. The benefit of these people now is they're small. They only need one skin. They, they, they just only need one batch of leather. And when you're working at that scale, you have the luxury of picking the best leather you want. You don't care it's standardized. You don't want it it's standardized because the leather is, is beautiful when you start seeing all the imperfections, all the little character on it. That's the true artisan leather. And these people who are really passionate about leather, they go seek after this leather. They find it and they only work with it. If you give them a piece of leather that those big brands work with, you know, the things they call Safiano leather and all that, their fancy names and labels, that's garbage. They don't even touch and spend their valuable time crafting something out of it because it's not leather, it's plastic at that point. So these guys can find this leather, buy it as small quantities as they require. And if they get bigger, you know, they're not going to make thousands of it or tens of thousands of it. I know it from Pegai, from my brand. I can still find in any quantities that I, I can need for my customers while keeping my that authentic finish level standard very, very high. And, you know, I, I don't need to standardize anything. I can bring the, the, the imperfect beauty out of that natural material. So the craft we come up with is truly unique each single item is different none of the two wallets we make is identical because one has a scar over here other one has a blemish over there but that's the beauty and these items since they are not uh, finished heavily they, there's very transparent layers of finishes on top it interacts with your touch interacts with your use it ages into more 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 beautiful pieces with that developing patina as you use it every day so and i know a lot of people are looking for this without knowing what they're looking for you know when you see a good leather craft you recognize it you connect to it it's in my opinion it's we're, we are a product of nature as humans and the leather is a product of nature and we connect to natural things we connect to that imperfection that we see in the nature we recognize the man-made patterns very quickly not even consciously our brains recognize it very quickly 
And once you you catch that vibe, it's like, oh, this is too good, too uniform, then you lose that connection. So most of us, when we go out there shopping for leather goods, in, in my experience, shopping for that leather bag, when I'm looking at those bags, I'm like, no, I don't connect to it. This is not leather. I don't see the leather. I don't see the character behind it. And that's the key point. The, the only problem here, there's tens of thousands of people making this versus that big brands, but they don't have enough means to distribute and, and advertise and show off their good work. In this channel, the main topic is big luxury leather brands suck from a leather standpoint. And we always try to find the passionate, small hobbyist, craftsman, whoever it is, small brand, new brands that embrace the imperfect leather and finish it respectfully into like one of a kind unique pieces. We will bring it to your attention. We will review it together. We will highlight all the great aspects they are doing into their beautiful work and the bad ones as well. And we will invite these passionate people to talk about leather. We will have interviews with them. Uh, hopefully we will uh, share how they're helping their community, how they're helping leather customers, how they're helping elevating the experience of leather again by democratizing the leather, taking it out of uh, taking it out of control of these big brands that was literally monopolizing the industry in the past three, four, five decades. So in summary, again, the big leather brands suck from a leather standpoint. We are all about small craftsmen, small leather businesses, small leather brands, and we're going to keep bringing to your attention as we find them, as we come across with them. We're going to build this leather community together, helping you understand and use leather in much better ways. So you don't have the only option of spending thousands of dollars or really, really high numbers for crafts that are mediocre at best. Hopefully, um, join us. If you find any craftsman that you really like their work in your local environment, online, wherever, uh, let us know. We will get their products. We will review. We will get in touch with them. Hopefully, we will invite them to the show and have an episode together and discuss leather. We love doing it, and hopefully, we will have more fun together inspecting a lot of leather goods. Thank you for watching, and stay tuned for more episodes.